This episode was recorded on October 11th, 2020. Hello, and welcome to the Comic Panel, your favorite location for all comic-related media. I'm Jacob. I'm Cody. I'm Taylon. And I'm Shawenta. talking about oh <laughs> like no that's fine i waited too long go ahead cody <laughs> okay so this is a great start and today yeah <laughs> today we're going to be talking about american vampire um by scott snyder Raphael Ab- albuquerque and stephen king um and were were we going to talk about any news, or we're we just going to jump straight into the book? Today? I I put together a little docket. It's only got uh da, 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 like four items, so it'll be pretty quick. Uh, okay, so we'll start start with some news. So first, uh, there is a Green Lantern HBO Max series. Um, it's going to be focusing on the adventures of Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, and Alan Scott. Uh, it'll be headed by Berlanti yeah. Productions, best known for their work on the CW shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth, Gar- Seth Graham Smith and Mark Greenheim are going to be the main directors on that project. Did you mention John Stewart? I did not mention um, John Stewart, Hal Jordan, or Kyle Rayner. Okay. So that's <laughs> so that's interesting. Um, for As those who don't three, know, three of the most most popular Green Lanterns for anybody out there. Yeah, um, I mean Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz are pretty cool. Like they're the more modern, mm-hmm. the newest Green Lanterns. Weird that Alan Scott is in there because he's not like a part of like the Green Lantern core. He just like mm-hmm. is a Green Lantern, but not like that. I don't Yeah, I mean he does become he becomes part of the Green Lantern core eventually. But yeah, yeah he but starts like, out as I don't think is he like, like connected magic. to the central power battery or anything like that? Like I know he has the lantern and he's got a ring. Yeah, but I But I think he he does. He gets connected. I don't know what the the minutia of the story is, you know, but like they fold him into the mythology eventually. So was he is he like Batwoman? Explain. Batwoman just like got saved by Batman and they're just like, alright, I'm gonna be Batman, but wasn't part of the Batman team. The Bat family. No. Cause like Alan Scott was like before um, because, yeah, Alan Scott's like a golden age character. Mm. Uh, Green Lantern, like Hal Jordan, wasn't introduced until the Silver Age, I think. Okay. And so it's like Alan Scott has existed as Green Lantern before the introduction of, like, the Green Lantern Corps. So it's mm-hmm. it's weird that they have him, but not like if you ask anybody who a Green Lantern is, they're probably going to say Hal Jordan, right. but. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of weird. I'm interested to see if, uh, with Berlanti Productions, if the reason that they're bad is because of CW, or if it's just they're bad. Uh, we'll see. Um, also, uh, over a course of, like, three days, Netflix released, um, about, like, a dozen different photos of three characters for The Witcher, um, for new, like, season two looks. There was, uh, new Geralt, new Siri, and new Yennefer over, like, three days. I don't know why they didn't release them all at once, but it's just, like, Monday, new Geralt, Tuesday, new Siri, Wednesday, uh, new Yennefer. Cool. But yeah, did, cool. did anybody other than me watch The Witcher? I watched, like, an episode and a half. 
have it downloaded, and I'm going to watch it eventually. <laughs> I like that new armor discourse that everybody just screamed their head about. Yep. That was so stupid. Huh. I Yeah, I was not a part of the discourse or aware of it. It's like, I just thought, oh, cool, that's still happening. That's good. Yeah. The only thing I saw was somebody gushing over back then. Henry Cavill and his new. Yeah, like Henry Cavill still looks good, but like, because Henry Cavill's Henry Cavill, but uh, yeah, I don't really know that much about The Witcher other than the TV oh, okay. series. So. Oh, okay. So it's really games, funny. Um, I mean, of course, there's like a billion girls who are like, yes, they made the armor sculpted. Ah, oh, that's a win for women. I was like, this is just like Roman armor. Like they thought this was like a new idea to like put abs in armor. It's like, mm. <laughs> it was like, like that's not even a new idea in terms of media. No, they were literally like, "Oh my god, whoever designed this armor is like so thirsty." And I was like, <laughs> you know, you know uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you that one. I I. I might say that. But it's not, a, but also, like, they can just be like, oh, it's based on Roman armor. Yeah. Like, it's, Roman yeah. armor was even more extreme than this, usually. Well, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the Romans are classified as, like, a thirsty people. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, uh, Marvel News, uh, Doctor Strange has been confirmed to star in Spider-Man 3, alongside, obviously, uh, Ooh, lost it. Tom Holland. Yeah. I was going to say Hiddleston, but that's not right. Started with an H, though. <laughs> we we should say Benedict Cumberbatch is starring alongside Tom Holland. As, yeah, as Doctor Strange <laughs> yeah. in Spider-Man 3. Also alongside Jamie Foxx as, as Electro, because that's still happening. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, um, so, yeah. Basically. Basically, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, his casting also came with the announcement that Doctor Strange, the character, will be um, a mentor role. And I'm like, why does Spider-Man still need a mentor? Can't he just be... Can't he just... You know, that's the whole thing. That was, like, the, the conception of the character was he was a young kid, but he wasn't a sidekick. He was just his own hero. And it's all like... See, now he's just got to stay attached to people. See, I get his, I get Iron Man being a mentor role. Like, I get that. But then Doctor Strange, it's like, but why? He has yeah, no the, connection the, to the, Doctor Strange. And also, yeah, the character of Doctor Strange should not be a role model. Like, he hasn't <laughs> had, he hasn't had, like, the required arc to, that made, like, Tony Stark an okay mentor. Like, mm-hmm. Doctor or uh, Doctor Strange has not had that. Yeah, and it it also kind of betrays like the arc from, um, Homecoming and then, uh, oh the second one, Far From Home. Far From Home. Mm. That the the arc seemed to be like okay now, yeah uh, you know introduced like Peter Parker is kind of naive and it's like but then by the end of Far From Home he's a little more mature doesn't really need. A, like the the whole of Far From Home was how do I adapt to Tony Stark not being here anymore? Not find another mentor. <laughs> exactly. I mean, literally, he he tried that, and then the, the new mentor turned out to be evil. Spoilers for that movie. Yeah, spoilers for Far From Home. I guess I don't know if you didn't know already that Mysterio was a villain going into that. I don't feel like that's a spoiler. <laughs> um. But also Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it's just, it's just. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is there too. Not blue, apparently. I I want him to yeah. be classic Electro, with the lightning bolt mask. I don't know. I we talked about this so last bad. week. We talked about it. That costume looks dumb. No, no, it looks awesome. Anyway. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, also, I, I was gonna say just that, like, um, there was an unofficial 
uh, I hate that it came from this source too, just because of you know it's kind of connections to other things. But a 4chan leak mm. that um said that the ti- yeah I know the title of the third uh, Spider-Man movie is probably going to be Spider-Man Home Invasion. Yeah, I mean, just think of a title with home in it, and that has, like, equal odds of being the title. As long as it's not homecoming or far from, then... Yeah. What about if they far, keep far, with the theme, far, far away from home? Far, far away from Yeah, that could work. I'm sorry. <laughs> home invasion? Wait, could are be, you yeah. serious? Far from... Home invasion? Far... Wait, what... What did you say? Are you serious that it might be home invasion? Well, it's from 4chan, so take yeah. it with a grain of salt, but yes. Uh, yeah, but it could be like an insider like, leak. Like, it could be true. That just sounds but... like he fights off a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, if they, um, uh, if they make Doctor Strange a, like, a straight-up mentor, like a Tony Stark replacement, then I'm going to be upset. Like, honestly, like, the, mean, way, okay. the way I want it to play out is, like, for the first act... Like, we kind of see uh, Doctor Strange around being a mentor, but in, like, second and third is Peter Parker going, like, I don't need your help. I'm my own hero now. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah I guess the, the other thing to talk about with this announcement is that, like, some people think that they might be, like, you know, of course in the Marvel Cinematic Universe way, lightly adapting uh, One More Day, Brand New Day, um okay and you know in that in that way also you know doing like a little bit of universe cleaning up kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but also um yeah i guess adapting that story that everybody hates what everyone hates it (laughs) that's how you make it good i guess i i like that story yes i i mean I mean, I guess yeah, the, the um, only thing I hated basically, was them just retconning uh, their marriage. Is that, is that the term? Or is it the opposite of a retcon? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's the problem most people have with it, except they just, like, they hate the whole story, not just, like, that part of it. Oh, okay. Because the whole yeah. story kind of leads up to that. Mm-hmm. I guess we should well, say... Well, I mean, I think that the... Their marriage, the marriage between Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and the crux of that, I think that the reason that fans don't like it is because, like, you know, if you were reading Spider-Man or a fan of Spider-Man, you know, that they got married in, like, I don't know, 1987, I think? And so, like, that's, like, 25 years of history that just gets, like, you know, gone. God. Um, I, yeah, but, I would be interested you know, to see how they like they flip that because it's like the only major romantic uh relationship he has is with mj but it's like it's a weird like high school romance they're not married yeah no i i assume that it's just going to be the idea of getting rid of um oh the the public knowledge (laughs) of peter parker's identity and then uh, he's probably going to have to sacrifice something dear to him. Probably not him and MJ's relationship, though, because, like like you said, it's just... It's not, yeah, it's what not even that dear. Like, <laughs> What if he did? It's it's only been like... A, they Okay, if they did, they would have to do like a lot of legwork to make it seem like so it's dear enough for him to not have to give up Spider-Man, or like being Spider-Man. What if they did because, that? Like, Oh, like, just straight up, like, ah, guess I won't be Spider-Man anymore. Um, I would, like... make more movies, though. Yeah. make more money, so... Tom Holland is still under contract, I'm pretty sure. I'm a little curious about that. If they went that direction, I don't think I'd be upset. Like, I wouldn't hate it, but I also wouldn't believe that it was, like, the end. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, how... Okay, Cody... How many times has Spider-Man hung up the hung up the suit and said never again? <laughs> mm, I mean, 
definitely one time, uh, like in particular, Spider-Man No More, and then one time he took a serum that was supposed to get rid of his powers, but then it had him grow four extra arms, and then oh yeah, that happened. There's probably another time. <laughs> I guess it's okay. Maybe it's not that many times, but like, how many how many times have we seen that time in different Spider-Man media? As like, because like I can't tell you how many covers I've seen of like the suit in the garbage can and Peter Parker at the end of the alleyway being like Spider-Man is no more, Mm -hmm. or it's Gwen Stacy as Spider-Man going Gwen Stacy is Gwen (laughs) Stacy Spider-Man is no more. It's like every time they have a Spider-Man, they do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, yeah, he, but I mean, it... There you go. Oh, I was just going to say, it's just like uh, Into the Spider-Man, or Into the Spider-Man, God. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse says, <laughs> Spider-Man always gets back up. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just, it's just one of those things. It's like, it's, yeah, I just don't see him doing it especially, like... Because that's also like Spider-Man. Uh, ooh, what Spider? What uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie was the one where he started to lose his powers? Two. That was that. That was, was two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was two. Okay. Because I thought it was. I was kind of conflating. I thought it might have been three, and then like I don't think Marvel no. would want to cross over. It's like yeah, this Spider-Man three where Spider-Man loses his powers is all kind of the same where this Spider-Man 3, where Spider-Man decides not to be Spider-Man anymore. What, what, what if they did this? No. Um, so I don't remember the storyline, but somewhere in the Spider-Man mythos, he dies and then comes back because of a bunch of spiders that form. I believe that is Spider-Man reign. Okay. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. no. That is Rain, not, that is, Rain no. is a different one. Because oh, Rain is where yeah. he becomes a spider. We, we know. And then becomes not he like bursts out of the spider like the chest burster, <laughs> but as like a fully grown man. No, that's not Spider Man Rain. Oh no, no. It's there's something else. Because Rain is where he's old. Yeah. And okay. accidentally killed Mary Jane. But uh, there's something else maybe, that maybe is. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Because so, so this what the storyline was um, like. He had new powers. He had like organic webbing after that, and like spikes. Yeah, and it. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that that definitely happened. It was in line f- for the movie with where he has organic webbing to like try to match them up. Oh, um, oh, it's that old. Oh, power wise. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, so what if they What if they had him sacrifice himself, and then he would come back like that? Wouldn't love Bad it. Idea. That, oh really? No. Well, he would die in number three, and then come back in number four, or another movie. Yeah, no, no, not loving it. No. Oh yeah. He burst out of a bunch of spiders. Yeah, are you thinking I, of like the, the spiders like came around like Catwoman and like. Oh, okay. Crawled over him enough that he came back to life, or? <laughs> well, maybe no, but... not necessarily that aspect, but him coming back, like, new and improved, that kind of thing. I mean, if they were going to do that, they would just, like, get rid of the Tom Holland for Spider-Man, and then they'd just bring in a new actor and be like, new universe, sort of same rules, we do what we want. <laughs> hmm. But I don't feel like they run Tom Holland into the ground enough, so <laughs> I know they can make money yeah. out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like there's nothing in yeah. like the Spider-Man universe that is like has been introduced as like enough of a threat to have him die yet, and also like there's nothing that would feel like it had earned that, like mm-hmm. or like the story that they would tell in like a movie doesn't seem like it would be meriting major character death. Mm-hmm. Although they did yeah. kill Superman in the second movie, so I mean, who's to know? I that's true. But at least yeah. like he had um, his own see, movie I... that wasn't dealing with like I mean, 
Spider-Man One was all was a lot of Iron Man, and then Spider-Man Two was oh man, what am I gonna do without Iron Man? And so like we would only have one movie that is like Spider-Man really comes into his own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my final thought on this is that I think that they're going to probably stick pretty closely to the source material of like Spider-Man's identity is revealed to the world. Aunt May is gets shot but not dead and then mm-hmm. he has to like work with Doctor Strange to give up something super personal to him and then uh in order to save her life and erase the memories of the entire world. But what would that super personal thing be? I just I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't know what would be worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe maybe they character. flip the script. Maybe Mary Jane gets shot and, <laughs> sh- and they have to sacrifice Aunt May. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> mm, I'm Give not up sure your that one. real mother to <laughs> real mother. I mean, right? It's like, oh, girl that you've been dating for like a few months gets shot and you're going <laughs> to sacrifice your aunt who has been taking care of you for years? I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So here's here's a question that I'm pretty sure I've asked. Every time we've talked about Spider-Man being in Marvel movies, do you think they'll talk about Uncle Ben? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the elephant in the room, but I don't know. I don't know. They they feel like they can get away with not doing it. So. Yeah. And so far, they have. Like, it's been pretty good. No Uncle Ben. Good job, guys. But. What, they just don't bring him up? Yeah, they just... Yeah. Like, there's one part in Civil War where he's like, man, somebody really close to me told me something, something that definitely wasn't with great power comes great responsibility. He was like, um, when you have, when and you then, have the power to do something and you don't do it, then the result of that is on you. Something to that effect. Yeah, I think it was, it was something like that, but it was like... A quote that said the same thing, but wasn't, like, the Uncle Ben quote, so... What was he like when you have great power, and then bad things happen? Is on you? I don't know, it was it was something. I haven't seen Civil War in that soon, but it's like, that's the only time they've come close to saying Uncle Ben. When they introduce him. They just had yeah. to, like, get I'm that just formality of, like... there. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like Aunt May and like the hospital betters, like, oh man, this is just like the time Uncle Ben... <laughs> gosh yeah um you know it, it is kind of strange because it's like they haven't really established a motivation for peter parker outside of i'm a good person so i am a superhero yeah yeah so it's 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 just weird that they haven't and it's also i think it's weirder that it has worked so far Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's because because of the like cultural osmosis of like we all know Spider-Man's origin. It's like they they basically are all like, well, they just assume it. They know Spider-Man's motivation. And so we don't have to say it. We don't even have to confirm that it's real. Yeah, because they I mean, Spider-Man himself is such a popular character. And then they had two origin stories within 10 years. And they mm-hmm. introduced him, what was it, four years after the last origin story? So it was like, it's close enough. If you'd seen Amazing Spider-Man, I mean, just, you know, like that. Or if you've seen the first to- <laughs> Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, it's, I guess it works. It's fine. I wish they would talk about Uncle Ben more, but... I've probably um, seen, like, one Spider-Man movie in my life, and, like, I just haven't read any of the comics, so I know Uncle Ben somehow. <laughs> so, I guess that gives away to your idea. Because also, I did not know that um, Iron Man is in any of the Spider-Man movies, so... 
That's yeah. cool. <laughs> well, I will say, head. he's not in most of them, still. Yeah. <laughs> well, that just shows how many I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, and last but not least for uh, independent comic news, Invincible, the adaptation by Amazon Prime uh, TV, I don't know what you call their video streaming service. The first trailer for Invincible's animated uh, adaptation was revealed, and it was pretty good as far as like trailers go. I agree. That animation style was very much like uh, Young Justice. Sound like? Oh, maybe that's what it reminded me of. Because like as I was watching it, I couldn't tell if it was like I was remembering like stuff from the comic. Or if it was like something in the animation seemed familiar, and it might be that like Young Justice thing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh yeah. So who are the voice actors? Oh, so voice actors. Um, the main character, um, Mark Grayson, is going to be played by Stephen Yoon, uh, best known for uh, playing Glenn in The Walking Dead, and then voice acting. He was Keith in Voltron Legendary Defender on also on Netflix. Uh, uh, J.K. Simmons is playing his father, uh, Omni-Man. Uh, J.K. Simmons, best known for probably J. Jonah Jameson, <laughs> and he was also Tenzin in Legend of Korra. And then, yeah, the rest of the voice actor list is like similarly stacked, but we don't hear their voices in this trailer, so... Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, wh- what was uh, J.K. Simmons' character again? Uh, he was Omni Man, Mark Grayson's father. Omni Man, gotcha. Oh, so he yeah, was the, he's he, a he was the guy floating with him. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. He is. Yeah, he is. This universe is not Superman. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But yeah, Invincible is by Image Comics. Uh, you should read it before the adaptation comes out. Also, like you guys on the show, but also like audience members mm-hmm. should read Invincible. <laughs> is that a PSA? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm telling people to go out and spend money to read Invincible, so it's not a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling people to line Robert Kirkman's pockets, so that's not a PSA. <laughs> um, I have a PSA, though. All right. Um, it's getting low enough temperatures out there that you should probably start plugging in your car at night. If you live in Alaska. That is a PSA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this morning, just this morning, I was like, it was. I started my car, I was like, you know? Did that sound make mm-hmm. any sense at all? I'm, yeah, I'm vaguely aware. that's how your car is supposed to sound? <laughs> well, no, it's supposed to go... This is like... <laughs> See, we're just not well-versed enough in, like, the tail-on audio library. Oh. <laughs> I know all the... <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Gonna get you to do all my Foley sound effects. <laughs> Man, being a Foley artist would be a pretty cool job. A Foley artist? Yeah, that's a person yeah. who like makes all the like sound effects for movies. Like even when you don't think it's a sound effect, like anytime you hear somebody getting smacked or like stuff is like dropping, that's somebody like smacking a loaf of ham or like I mean, throwing a like throwing yeah, a head of lettuce just... against the wall. It's like it's they just kinda lock a bunch of theater kids in a room and tell them to make noises <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah Foots, footsteps too they'll recreate footsteps they, um, for... I mean they always seem to be having fun trying to think of new ways of doing things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty cool anyway that was uh that's a learning PSA that's talking okay. about fully artists yeah 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 <laughs> Appreciate your local Foley artists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, 
speaking of the movies, um, American Vampire has a main character who's an actress. Yep. Good segue. Yep. Yep. Good, good job. We got there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so American Vampire, kind of interesting, like, setup, where it is set in two time periods, the 1920s and 1909, I think is when it's set. Well, it was also well, it starts in, I thought it was, oh, was it, okay, I may have been confused on that. There's a there's some time jumping, but yeah. not mm -hmm. a time travel story. Mm -hmm. But, okay, so the more modern story is written by Scott Snyder, and then the older storyline is written by Stephen King. And so it's kind of, it, I, like, I had never... Uh, or have never read a book that is like has had multiple authors but like the writing is so clearly delineated between this is what this person did this is what this person did and here is the result of plugging those together mm -hmm. yeah you know i i read the intro and it kind of made me a little mad because the little stephen for King one blur? thing yeah yeah i read it too yeah because it was like, you know, you're going to come in here and basically, like, you know, trash, like, not not just Twilight, which was, like, you know, at the height of its popularity when this came out, right, but, like, yeah. you know, just a bunch of other, like, inventive vampire series and be like, we're going back to basics, but then have, like, A, a vampire-human romance, B have like you know a bunch of like new and interesting lore and it's like mm -hmm. you know you're you're doing the exact same thing that you're calling out these other stories for doing and and oh wait a vampire that can walk in the sun oh man i thought i think we've seen that before haven't we daywalkers yeah blade there's literally a word for it already <laughs> that's sometimes used for humans mm-hmm yeah, Stephen King is just like that sometimes. There's not really a defense for it. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, he basically admits that, like, Scott Snyder basically wrote the outlines mm -hmm. for the stories that he wrote, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah. But, so how much did you really do? But he said, I, I, I added some bells and whistles. When When we get there, I can pick out some specific... Uh, Stephen King influences and like uh, it, it's one of those things where like once you like once you have like done enough about an author like you can see the signatures and then you can't you can't miss them again yeah I just yeah I don't know I'm all like I feel like you're taking a little bit too much credit and <laughs> just giving this book some clout right <laughs> having your name on it yeah, I mean, that's Whatever, if that's, that's the fair. deal they wanted to make. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, I guess they could have gotten his son, who is, like, who did Lock and Key. And so, like, he's already kind of a name in, like, the comics industry. But I guess they got his dad instead. It's, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Man, that would be so weird if, like, you know, I don't even know what I would be doing, but if I was doing some sort of professional job, and then, like, they're like, huh, I guess we'll get his dad. <laughs> that, that reminds me of my uh, physics professor. He was like, oh, yeah, my dad is, like, a big name in physics. Like, he has some kind of theory named after him. I'm like, does that make you feel bad? I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I do. I do feel bad. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, like it's. Oh I feel bad for Joe Hill is his name now, but it's like your dad is one of the most commercially successful authors of all time, and so like you also have that creative muscle, but like you distance yourself as much as you can while still doing storytelling by like becoming a comics artist or a comic writer, and then your dad also comes in. And also writes a writes a comic. Just like walks in, looks at your work. I think I can do that. And then oh, goes God. and does it. It does it with Scott Snyder, one of the other biggest names in the industry. 
Yeah. And also, his name was originally Joe King, so his name was Joe King. <laughs> right. I forgot about that. So, yeah, I feel bad for Joe Hill. <laughs> All you are to me is a joke. <laughs> he had to have realized that when he was, like, naming his kid. I mean, yeah. yeah He's literally an it's... author. He has to think about his character names all the time. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's... he maybe he planned. He planned like he was like, okay, I'm the horror writer. I'm going to birth children that do, do other genres, and so the plan was for him to be comedy a comedy writer. writer. <laughs> <laughs> and his only hint to him was his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway, enough uh, enough Stephen King uh, fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe I'm projecting on like what happened, but it does seem like really easy to connect those dots in that way. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the story opens so in 1925 of ju- the, the night in July. Yeah. Also, I guess I should say too that I I have some I have some criticisms about this book more so than praise. Mm. Um, like that doesn't mean that I thought that it was like totally terrible, but there's just like some things that bothered me. I mean, um, we, we talked about the I think we talked about last week already that oh I remember liking this as a teenager, but I also do remember the parts I hated then, and I still hate them. Mm. And wow, mm. do I hate them! <laughs> yeah, I had not read this yeah. previously, and so I don't know. It, it kind of was like meh. I think mm-hmm. when you're a teen, you've only read so much, so you forgive a lot of little things because you're like, ah, mm-hmm. at least I like this part. And then, like mm-hmm. when you get older, you're like, they could have just not written that. <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, I think I know which part you're talking yeah. about. I don't, I don't know. It's I'm yeah. Just gonna, yeah, no, that part. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you know, surprisingly for me, what I remember is actually having, like, less comics literacy when I was a teen. And so, like, this book was a little bit less confusing this time, just, like, as far mm-hmm. as, like, order of events. Yeah, I do remember it being, like, like, a very confusing read. And also, like, I didn't remember a whole lot of it. All I remembered was, like, that I was confused. So I kind of expected, like, a lot more, like, trickery going on. Mm-hmm. Turns out I was just no, kind of dumb. Can't wrap your mind around it. Yeah. It's I like mean, really, it was the time jumps that confused me. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, the time jumps when I was younger, I was just went with the flow. I wasn't, like, taking in too much of the information. I was just like, this is cool. Now they're fighting. <laughs> and now I'm like, yeah. oh, man, they're back. And then they're forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, but the the thing that I was gonna mention. So, oh, go go ahead, tell, tell. No, no, I was moving on. Okay, I was just gonna say that basically, I feel like the 1925 people. It, I mean, obviously wasn't there, but feel like the dialogue could have been written a little bit more to um you know the the way that people talked then based on what i've heard from like movies and stuff Mm -hmm. which like maybe maybe it's like the dinosaurs and like you know that's just made up (laughs) by hollywood we don't we don't know how they sounded gotcha (laughs) no i see i think that stephen king did a better job at making the characters sound how they would talk because if, if what we're saying is correct, that Stephen King did the older uh, storyline, I think they talked more. Or I, I guess really I should say more like uh, Skinny, or Skinner, Wheat, talked mm. more like, mm-hmm. or used more of the lingo of that time. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Anyway, though, so book opens with some 
uh, dead women. Um, they Being, are like dumped like, off in the desert somewhere. Yeah. Or well, in thirty miles east of Los Angeles, somewhere. I mean, it looks like a desert as how it's portrayed. It's Los Angeles at that time period, so mm-hmm. it's just the middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah, and then it yeah, uh, one of three those... days ago. And... But first, one of those corpses say that I'm alive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Good point. And so we jump to three days ago, which is uh, we have... Hattie and Pearl. Um, Pearl. Yeah, that's the main character. Mm-hmm. Wow, I did um, not know that. And they're. <laughs> I. I just forgot. Um, but yeah, they're actresses. Um, they're they're extras though, and they're kind of poor. Um. There's this creepy guy that's sitting out by their girl's home pool, but also, like, at least Hattie is, like, kind of attracted to him. Um, I mean... Well, I guess later when he just, like, tips his hat, and then Pearl's like, oh, darn it, why are they always so attractive? I'm like, Jesus, yeah. it's just a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... And then uh, Pearl works like three jobs. Um, there's a Match- guitarist who works at the bar. Huh? She works as a matchstick. Oh, I believe that's phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's true. I didn't know yeah. they had a name. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I think they, they reference it later in the book. Um, too. Um, but yeah, basically a guitarist that works at the club that she works at is all like, hey, you know, I keep asking you to go out with me and you keep saying no. Are you going to keep saying no? And it's like, <sighs> yikes. But that's also, I guess, the time probably. Um, and so they like... Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I was going to say like, I don't like the fact that so many of the characters look so similar to each other. Mm, yes. That's really annoying. So you think this guy, who is eventually to be named Henry, looks like Pearl? No, not... No. All the dudes look pretty much similar. Oh, okay. And then all the girls look really similar. Like, later we see another girl who's part of the villain's uh, Lucia, and she literally looks like Pearl with blonde hair. Um, oh, no, I, I can't. I thought she looked like Hattie. Wait, Hattie! Yeah, yeah I has got the he, freckles. He's more uh, <coughs> orange hair. Well, yeah. Hattie at least has freckles. Yes. So it, like, oh, okay. delineates mm-hmm. her face. But, like, when they have too much of the same face pattern shape, mm-hmm. I just get confused. Mm-hmm. Like, she could put on a hat and hide her hair, and I'd be like, oh, is that Pearl? Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. Same for the dudes. Mm-hmm. And then, back at their acting job, Pearl gets asked to read lines with the handsome main actor. Um, and he's all like, hey, you're kind of cool. Come to this party that the producer is throwing later tonight. And then they're getting ready to go to that party. And then creepy guy by the pool is all like, don't go to that party. You'll just regret it. It's a real boring. <laughs> really, really boring. I know that guy. He was really she's convincing, like, what? though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He, I, mean, I, I guess he kind of tries a little bit. I doubt there's much you can say when you're the creepy guy in a lawn chair. Would, uh, you could you. be like, oh, yeah. I love those parties. Do you know how much organ harvesting they do there? <laughs> like, I, I, I still I still doubt that would convince anybody. Yeah, then you're just the crazy yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
a little bit more convincing. I mean, he could have tried yeah. harder, that's for sure. Than he I, did. I think, I mean, I think that says something about his character, obviously. He's like, mm-hmm. eh, whatever, it's not me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then they go, they go to the party, and, like, this was, this was kind of a, a scene change that was confusing to me, was, like, they just kind of, like, have, uh, Pearl narrating, like, at first she's talking, and then she's narrating, and then it's, like, just showing, uh, the main actor guy leading her to her room, and it's, like, I don't know, I, I think I would have, because the narration doesn't, like, really match up to the events that are going on. It's not directly, like, her thoughts. It's more of her, like, previous thoughts, mm. I guess. Yeah. And so, yeah, that kind of, like, like, if it was a movie, it would have worked fine. Mm. Having, like, you know, a little narration over the top of the action. Mm-hmm. But in this, it didn't really work for me. And then I was all like, oh, so they're just not going to talk then? Or we're not really going to get to hear their small talk? They're just going to, like, yeah. I don't know. What, what, it was weird. What confused me but she gets... was that the main, the main actor, who's uh, Mr. Hamilton, Chase Hamilton, was with mm-hmm. a, a blonde woman. And then on the stairs, he was with Pearl, like right after and that was what confused me because I was like, wait, was he with her the whole time? How did she get here? Or, well, and then I was like, yeah. is it the same girl that was next to him? And then they called her by no. her name. And then I was like, okay, so I got to go back and oh, I see what I missed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, basically, Chase Hamilton um, delivers. Pearl to the quarters of um, the movie producer, um, which also I got I got these guys mixed up, and now I'm like honestly confused because <laughs> I thought that the movie producer was the same guy as the um, bank owner slash um, railroad owner. Like, you would assume that because some of the characters from that time are in the present, but they're not the same guy. Yeah. And so the movie producer is beating Block. And and the way he looks, he, mm-hmm. he reminded me of Vandal Savage. I think it's just the sideburns yeah, is the only bit. reason that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that was, that was of the time, so. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so, yeah, basically, the movie producer and all of his friends are, surprised actually vampires, and they pounce on Pearl and attack her. Cut to 1880, Sidewinder, Colorado. Um, it is an author, and he is um, detailing his, uh, his novel, Bad Blood. The author's name is uh, Will Bunting. Yeah, which also, like, I don't know, it's just weird that they had that scene with Henry where it was, yeah. like, talking about yeah. like, baseball terms. <laughs> yeah, was, I like, was like, fun. Yeah. I was like, is this Henry? Is he just new <laughs> alias? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that, too. I was like, that was... um, okay. They just yeah. really like the word bunt. <laughs> yeah. Just do, um, yeah. That you know that was one thing that I didn't catch last time I read it in high school. Though is I just didn't have as much uh, baseball terminology, you know. But at the at the time, it was uh, it was America's favorite pastime, and so now I'm like, oh, okay, I, I get what the metaphor <laughs> that he was plainly explaining <laughs> in that scene. <laughs> um, Anyway, though, so yeah, in this is both true events and but it's presented as fictional events in the novel. Um, but there is so is this like I don't know, Jake. I feel like you know most about 
history maybe okay um was were there were there like non-governmental crime fighting agencies yes there were railroads yeah if you were a vanderbilt or a rockefeller and like let's say you know you've got these workers who just don't want to work for pennies a day and they've decided to strike you just have to go to the pinkertons and they'll go and beat up all the striking workers. I mean, that's the mafia, though. Ah, but not if they're the Pinkertons. <laughs> well, okay, so Pinkertons... The Pinkertons are still Wait, around. So are you saying like, Pinkertons They are... Real? Yes, the Pinkertons oh. were real. They are not just an enemy in Red Dead Redemption 2. They were a real... <laughs> well, also, like, this is pseudo... a Pinkerton agency in this book, too. Yeah, it's like they were like they were four higher detectives. Like if you didn't have like if you were doing shady stuff and somebody like cheated you out of that shady stuff and you can't go to the police, then you go to the Pinkertons. I mean, not to mention a lot of the territory as you went further west or whatever, you know, less government reach. Mm-hmm. That that as well, where it's like yeah, that's 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 Indian territory. We don't go there. It's like, oh, you just hire the Pinkertons. They'll go there. Mm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. So now that colors my interpretation of this character. <laughs> like they're all like, he's such a hero, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, the Pinkertons I mean, are guess... not heroes. Specifically, yeah. not heroes. I mean, they literally say that they caught him just because he was sleeping in like a brothel or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he was like sleeping off a hangover somewhere, and like they just happened to catch him. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, this is like a true bad guy. Bad guy is uh, uh, Skinner Sweet that mm-hmm. they catch, and you know, because he's just like killed so many people he also um, stole from the bank I, which is and, really what they trying to get i mean yeah yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. That's, what matters. that's why they hired the pinkertons <laughs> is because as the one what is it the railroad guy says you know you can't cross us you need to make a lesson out of this, mm-hmm. this uh, yeah. thank you for listening you can catch us on mondays 5 to 7 p.m on ksua 91.5 fm the people's radio You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at the comic panel. It's comic time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore comic underscore panel. Or like our Facebook page at it's comic time. Have a great rest of your day.